a little pre-show announcement. Um, today's episode isn't really an episode. It is a segment that was supposed to be an episode uh, today uh, with Evan. Uh, the segment is Second String, a.k.a. shit, I can't get Marcel to watch. <laughs> but um, since Marcel and I will be putting out an episode a day late, we just didn't get a chance to record uh, our usual time so it could be uploaded in time. I already had this segment in the can. I was going to add it to our show. So what you're going to get is our segment today between Evan and I, second string. Um, and then um, tomorrow you'll have our regularly scheduled program with Marcel and I. Um, thanks for being patient. Thanks for sticking with us and see you tomorrow. Damon. And I'm Evan. And this is Second String, <laughs> or AKA Shit I Can't Get Marcel to Watch. So, <laughs> yeah. He'll watch it eventually. Oh, yeah. A year from now, he'll be telling yeah. me how great The Mandalorian is. He Have just seen he, that? he just got into Breaking Bad like about a month ago. Uh, so. It took me a while, and I watched it. I, th- I watched it after it was over, but um, it, it did take me a while to get to it, but I finished that like years ago. Yeah, it's been off <clears throat> the air for about five years. <laughs> did you, okay, t- off topic, but I have, to, I have to ask. Did you know there are new Spice Girls? No. Yes. So they're, they're, doing, they're, they're doing it like Menudo? They're, they're just going to switch out people. They're, and... re- they're rebooting the Spice Girls. Wow. Yeah. I knew they were a creation of a record company. They just took five people that were pursuing solo careers and made them a, a group. Right. And uh, kind of like the monkeys. But I had no idea that it was still going. They were it, going well, no, because it, it stopped. And it's now it's like they brought in five new people and they're doing the Spice Girls again. I don't know any other details except for apparently that's a thing, but I was reading a thing and it's like the, the rebooted Spice Girls. Like, what? <laughs> I mean, that wasn't the no target thanks. demographic the first time around, so I'm really not the target demographic this time around, but uh, I think I was too old then. I know I'm too old now. But Oh, God, yeah. Interesting pop culture nugget, I guess. Like, hey, you remember that shitty song from the late 90s, or the, that shitty music from the late 90s? We're going to do it again 23, late, 23 years later. Jesus. Yeah. Well, I, I ignored them then, and guess what? I'm <laughs> going to ignore them again. <laughs> <laughs> but it's nice, see, it's nice to know that you are ignoring them. <laughs> like, if, if, we di- if I didn't bring this up, you wouldn't know that you were ignoring them. So Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's funny. Anyway, so we are here to talk about our this segment is here because we're talking and we're going to go episode by episode, week by week. 
Uh, we're going to talk about episode one of season three of The Mandalorian. The Apostate. Yes. Yeah. I really, man, I love this show. I It's one of the few shows I uh, like, you know, I started watching it with my daughter and we both love this show. And uh, it's one of those shows where uh, it's must-see TV. At the, you know, it's one of those things that's like event television. It's like I'm not missing an episode. I'm going to watch it, you know, as yeah. soon as it comes out. Every Wednesday. Like, yes. I, I wait until she's not on call. You know, it's like, hey, it's 7.01. They can't call you out. Let's watch this. <laughs> um, and she's right there with me. So, you know, it's like there's no – It's uh, do we have to? And it, it's it's – so I actually watched the first episode twice, which is weird because I don't watch most things once as we've discussed in the past. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, the it it's almost like they knew they were going to need a fun, jaunty, I don't want to say antidote to Andor, but kind of a palate cleanser after that. Oh, yeah, after Andor's that. very heavy. Yeah, especially for Star Wars. But um, but it just it kind of because it was it was super tropey, which I loved. Obviously, that's what they were going for. You know, the whole uh, Sergio Leone throwing back the duster to expose the blaster on their hip. And, and oh, yeah. uh, it's obviously it's obviously we're really trying to to lean into those Western tropes and some adventure tropes. And I mean, they literally started off with uh, uh, a bait and switch. Right, because you're watching it, you're like, "Wait, is that baby Din?" Um, right, they, I honestly it, thought it was a flashback episode. I did, I did too. I thought it was at least a flashback cold open, and then they have him be the Deus, a literal Deus ex machina, coming in <laughs> to fight the giant crocodile <laughs> with his starfighter. So it's not only a bait and switch, but it's this like cheesy Deus ex machina, like, "Hey, guess what? You thought." This was Din. Nope. Here he is using his missiles on his Naboo fighter. I, I, I but I loved it. You know, it's it, it's obvious they were they were really going for that. Yes, uh, I mean it. Uh, I I don't know. I just everything about it is just fun and light. You know, just like. Uh, uh, one thing I thought was kind of funny though, they just kind of like Gina Carano was fired right after season two right uh she was cara dune and she was supposed to have a spinoff but she couldn't keep her mouth shut and uh they kind of got rid of her she was disposed of in uh just a uh like a a couple of comments between a conversation between the mandalorian and uh and uh grief carga the who's now uh High magistrate. A politician. He's a politician. Not just a magistrate. He's a high magistrate. That's right. <laughs> I like Carl Weathers. I'd like to see I him work. I do too. I, every, <laughs> time, every time I see grief, though, I think of him on Arrested Development. That's oh, God, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe you got a stew going. Um, but because uh, <laughs> there's a little bit of that in grief. Not a ton, oh, but yeah. there's a touch of that. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it was just like, it was throwaway line like uh we need to explain why she isn't here uh yeah we'll give it two sentences yeah <laughs> and uh, uh they talked to the writers and the show showrunners uh who was um uh what's his name 
you know, John Favreau, uh, Dave Filoni. Yeah, Favreau. Yeah, yep, yeah, yeah. They asked those two about her, and they 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 said they kind of considered it bringing her back, and then there's like a hard no. There's like no. So they just they didn't kill her off, but she's she's as far as they're concerned, she's not coming back. This is this should be a lesson. Wait until you have your fuck you money before you start saying fuck you. Yeah, you know, or, you know, or when you know this big conglomerate company you work for that you know you're on the verge of becoming catapulted going up a level because if she was going to get a spinoff series and if that was good you know sky's the limit right but uh you know she was just talking out of pocket they're like hey you 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 you, you know you carry our brand shut the fuck up keep your opinions to yourself and she didn't want to do that so I love how people get, you know, Twitter is, and people online are like, oh, she's just, you know, she, you can't say what you want. It's like, you can say absolutely what you want. She's not going to jail, but, nope. but uh, there are consequences to everything. Yeah. Freedom of so, speech does not yeah. mean freedom from consequences. Yeah, exactly. And you can hold your shitty opinions that, you know, as long as it doesn't, Actually, actively harm someone else. If you want to hold those opinions, that's fine. But learn when to talk about them. Come on. Exactly. I can't. I can't go to my job and start talking shit. I mean, I can. But if something <laughs> happens, guess what? Yep. There's a good chance I can get reprimanded, and that could mean not working there anymore. So yeah, I don't feel exactly. a bit sorry for. It. I, but I, I don't uh, go on atheist rants at my job. <laughs> exactly. Well, okay, so a little bit sometimes, but yeah. <laughs> but uh, the show is so good. Uh, I enjoyed the first episode. It's a lot of action, uh, and uh, I don't know. You know, the armor. Uh, oh, I'll have to send you. I'll send you something. Uh, but the armor. She's like, he's got the dark saber. And uh, she's like, well, you're a Mandalore no more. And I, I kind of think his pursuit to get back in with them is is kind of is kind of dumb because it's already been established that the sect he was raised in is like an offshoot that no one really recognizes or or, you know, they don't really recognize anymore. There's a few of them. They're like the Mormons of the Mandalorians. Right. right. And um, extremists, and and you know, because we do see, um, uh, what's her face? Help me out. Uh, we do see, um, yeah, we see her again, and um, she was very, you know, she, you know, and I'm not gonna give too many spoilers, but we see her again, and she's not, she's not wearing a helmet. She wears a helmet when she when they go into battle and stuff, but you know, in like. Season two, she's like, no one does that anymore. You, you, you know, you belong to a sect that's that they're extremists. No one does that. And so the fact that he wants to get back in with them or in their good graces seems like a kind of a fruitless effort. Well, okay, but when people are raised in that kind of of cult, it's hard for them to deprogram. So I mean, in a way, it's it's realistic because. You know, you, you get so indoctrinated into it that it takes, you know, nearly an act of God, if you'll pardon the uh, choice of phrase, for them to actually break out of the brainwashing. You know, he's they well, saved him as a child 
And so I, I'm not saying it's good or bad. I'm just saying that 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 thing that kind of thing does happen in in people who are in cults. It takes a, a lot to get them to break free of it because it's all they know. Very true. But I don't know. I think this is going to be the you know because they they. Mandalorian is kind of like in a it's kind of like uh, X-Files in a way that there's an over there's an arc to follow but it's really kind of a problem of the week yeah. and then a little chunk of that arc until from beginning to end so I think this is going to be that arc him trying to get back in their good graces but um, well, I don't could, know but it, could go, it could go either way his arc could be breaking free of the nutbag cultists you know, which, which I would appreciate, you know, yeah. like, yay, <laughs> it's score one for rationality. Um, but, uh, but, uh, but yeah, I, I, I see, I see where you're coming from. Absolutely. It's like, dude, you, they're, they're crazy. They're, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You, you can't, you can't take your helmet off ever. That's insane. Um, maybe you should move over to the more moderate and, and who is she? Who is the armorer to tell the Mandalore what he can and can't do? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ex fucking exactly. His response should have been, hey, see this dark saber? I do what I want. <laughs> <laughs> but that also that also leans towards, you know, he's so indoctrinated in this that even though he can uh, he's the Mandalore, whether he wants it or not, until somebody takes that dark saber from him, he's he is the guy. So, you know, why not set down a decree that everybody has to follow your crazy religion? You know, it, 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 I don't know. But, <clears throat> but yes, it is, it, it's a fun show. Um, it, and it's not, it's not super serious. Well, Andor wasn't, yeah, Andor was super serious. Um, yeah, I was super serious. <laughs> and, I mean, I try to get, I try to watch it with my daughter, you know, because we watch a lot of this geeky stuff together and I'm kind of grooming her to be a, an ultra nerd and she's only you know she's t- you know she she is about certain things and other things she just does not give two shits about but uh when we started watching andor you know she she does not care <laughs> well it's not it's not for her no it's, it's not you know, but it's, i mean that but that's, yeah that's my point it's not for everybody but mandalorian is kind of a you know, everyone can enjoy it. I, I, it's just a fun palate cleanser, especially after watching a couple episodes of Andor. Well, and then watching it concurrently with the la- uh, the Last of Us, God oh, knows you need, you need something to to yes. lift that weight off your shoulders every week. So, <laughs> and and the fact that they both star Pedro Pascal is, uh, you know, it's like, oh, it's look, funny. It's serious Pedro Pascal, and not so serious Pedro Pascal. Are you caught up on Last of Us? Are you uh, just, I have the, the, the most recent episode I have not seen yet. Uh, episode, uh, so I have eight. to wait for Cashel. So episode, episode eight. Yeah, I've seen yeah. everything up to then. That's, it's, it, uh, no spoilers, it's very well done. Um, uh, breaks some expectations or, or whatever the phrase was from fucking Game of Thrones. Um, without without seeming cheesy so oh, okay uh it's it's really well done a little more actiony so oh, okay. uh not, I, that I really the, like... not that the non-actiony ones are bad just it it does have a little more action 
I really like the episode. Uh, I, I really get annoyed with people like, because the episode seven where it's you kind of it's more character development, and it you know you kind of see where where uh, I'm so bad with names. It's not especially when it's not in front of me. What's the girl's name? Ellie Bella Ramsey. Ellie, yeah, thank you. When she, uh, you kind of see where she came from and and her whole you know her whole time with uh, with uh, God damn it. Going to that, oh, now I gotta look it up. I was surprised, and spoilers for episode seven. Um, I was surprised that she was as much of a normie as she was. Like, uh, you know, the, the whole like she was in Fedra school and she was looking to, you know, she could become an officer in Fedra, and like, I, I did not, I did not expect that. Right, subvert, subvert expectations. That's the phrase I was looking for. Yeah, um, I liked it though, and you know yeah. she, and it kind of gives her, you know, you definitely understand more about why she's so, you know, why she has so many abandonment issues. Yeah, and uh, it, it was just I thought it was a great episode with char- building character development. And like I really hate when people are like, oh, it didn't move the story forward. It absolutely did, and there has to be something except for character development. I mean, that people like to say that the Frank episode wasn't moving the needle forward, but I argue it was. I mean, it was yeah. small, but a lot more, you know, shit has more weight when you, you know, it can't all just be explosions and shooting. There's right. got to be some reason, some emotion behind it, so it actually has some weight. I know I'm t- t- preaching to someone who know, <laughs> understands that, but it's just annoying to read these things anyway, you know. It, it is. And, you know, because here's the thing. The reason we keep getting gut punches is because they make us care about the fucking characters. Exactly. It wouldn't be, it, it wouldn't be as interesting or impactful if we didn't get to know these characters and couldn't I fucking identify with them. Uh, so, you know, I understand some people like to just, you know, they, they like to do acid just for the speedy feeling. Okay, that's a completely inappropriate metaphor but <laughs> some of us like the stuff where we have to think you know and it's yeah. it, it, it's like if if you want that go play call of duty i call it the tarantino effect because uh i remember when pulp fiction came out they talked about how it's this ultra violence one of the most violent films ever and it really isn't mm-hmm. it really isn't it, what it is is that he builds these solid characters so when they do horrible shit or have horrible shit happen to them, it feels worse than yeah. we're, you know, even I Marvin. When you get, when you, yeah, when you shot, you know, like when they shot Marvin in the face, I mean, you you know, you know for a fact that these hard-boiled killers did not mean to do that because right. they like Marvin. But and they feel you, bad. <laughs> yeah, and you only know that because you spent time with them. Yeah. So it, it feels, the violence feels even harsher. So yeah. I, I always call it the Tarantino effect. That is perfectly reasonable. Um, <laughs> but yeah, just if if you want, bang bang, shoot them up. There there are a thousand. What are they? Geezer teasers. You know, watch watch one of those and and be done with it. You know, well there there aren't enough zombies. Well, you know, people who live through horrible times talk about yes, there are moments of terror, but mostly it's boring. Yeah. It's, you know, it's like every once in a while, yeah, there'll be something exciting slash terrifying, 
but most of the time it's just dull as shit. So we're getting that. And we're getting some beautiful fucking scenery, I wish to point out. I, you know, I like yeah, some Earthborn now and again. And some of the, especially since they've been in the snow, just some of that's been like, I'm just, I'm just going to turn the sound off and just watch the, the cool scenery pass by. <laughs> <laughs> so Mandalorian, uh, episode one, season three. Um, had a, thumbs up. Uh, one last one last observation. It had almost a video game feel to it. Like I, I know you don't play a lot of video games, but like the fact that he was like, Oh, hey, I need to, you know, I was given this quest to go here and do this, and I'm gonna use fast travel and <laughs> then I'll go there oh. and do that. And they're gonna tell me to go, oh, you need to go here for the part for IG eleven. And then <laughs> And I was like, "Hey, this is like this is like playing I, fucking WoW or something." I gotta collect these these trinkets and right. then forge them with these, and then I can go <laughs> yep. on this other quest. <laughs> I, I gotta level up my droid maintenance. And <laughs> okay, uh, one other thing. I'm gonna one other us to death. I swear. Um, the space whales. What the fuck was with the space whales? The space whales. When they're in when they're in hyperspace on that first trip. And Grogu's like looking out the window, watching the the entities oh, yeah. in hyperspace. Like I, what the hell does that mean? I know I if totally, I was a proper nerd, I, I would know. But I totally forgot about that. You're right. Uh, I don't know. That's new. And I'm assuming that that wasn't just a one-off. Like, hey, let's show these mysterious hyperspace whales for no reason. Yeah, I'm sure it'll come back later. Yeah, Even if it, it's like the last episode of the season, it'll come back. Yeah. Like, what, what, just, what, what do hyperspace whales do? Do they just hang out in hyperspace? I'm so confused. <laughs> anyway. um, yeah, absolutely. Thumbs up. Um, I haven't disliked any of the first two and a half seasons of The Mandalorian. Yeah, I haven't. There's, there's, I because haven't Boba, seen one Boba bad... Well, yeah, I haven't seen one bad episode of The Mandalorian. And the best episodes of the Book of Boba Fett were the Mandalorian episodes. <laughs> right. so, Hands down. Yeah. <laughs> Book of Boba uh, Fett was such such a disappointment. I really wanted to love that show. Yeah, but... I was I was still entertained. And, you know, it, yes, I'm still a 12-year-old boy inside, like we all are, if we're willing to admit it. But, uh, you know, even Kenobi was okay. I, it I think it's probably the worst of the Star Wars. Oh stuff. no, I I I I like Kenobi way more than I liked um, Book of Boba. Yeah, yeah I as I a like whole, as a whole, because yeah. Book of Boba Fett was eight episodes. I really liked two of them, and there were the two that he wasn't. The Boba Fett really wasn't in, and one of them, he literally had one line of dialogue, and then he was gone. And it was all about the Mandalorian. It was Mandalorian. Point zero for season three. It's almost it's almost like uh, they they're doing anti fan service with Boba Fett because you know Boba Fett before any of this expanded stuff he was like he was the most badass and everybody loved Boba Fett and it's it's almost like Disney has decided no Boba Fett's gonna suck. Yeah, his <laughs> number one. Boys. His number one was the was uh, Ming Na's character. I forget her name is. Uh, she was the badass. Finnick Shand. Yeah, she was the one to, to fall. She was doing all the shit he should have done. Yeah. 
Because he kind of got soft. And I get it's about he's older and rethinking, but come on. Whatever happened. Only time he was a badass. No, wait, that wasn't even him. I was thinking of uh, when uh, the Mandalorian had a face-off with um, the the bounty hunter. um, Cad Bane. Yeah. So, so you know what? Never mind. No, he was a a badass in the – in his introductory episode where he comes in no armor with his oh, yeah. stick and is just fucking murdering uh storm stormtroopers that was that was the one time he yeah. got to be a badass i guess that he was his tatooine son and all that but yeah he was totally a badass in that episode it was kind of like the armor was a badass uh when I, I thought she was dead i don't know why i thought she was dead because when she fought the uh stormtroopers and i think it was season two or was it season one where she faced off yeah she i mean she she just she didn't have a gun she used like uh metal tools to fuck them all up right but mandalorians oh this is true i mean they these these are the people that invented space shotguns so they could fuck jedi up like yeah (laughs) you know that's true (laughs) (laughs) oh you can parry uh you can parry uh blasters back well try this with a shotgun how do you like that (laughs) (laughs) oh shit all right well uh thank you sir uh this was uh we will be for folks listening every week um every week evan and i will will talk about uh an episode of um Mandalorian. So this will be a segment for the next, I assume, eight weeks. For the next seven weeks. Give or or take. Yeah, so we will see you next week with another uh, Mandalorian episode. Yes, we will. Bye, everybody. See ya.